Welcome back to another episode on Viewpoints. I'm your host, Jordan Voiles, and I'm here with Dr. John Gerlach, and we are just going to be talking about the Christmas season. Uh, so, John, first question, have you got all your Christmas shopping done? Uh, no. Oh, man. No. How many more people do you have to buy for? Probably, I've got some, but probably two or three. I'm two or three. Not, not too bad. I did all Amazon this year. Did you? Yeah, which they said it was. So, I started back in October. So Jeff likes you. Jeff, <laughs> yes. Jeff yes. Jeff Bezos likes yeah. me. Uh, yeah. No. So, I mean, it's just been kind of crazy this season. I, I know that we're going to be talking on some subjects about fear and, and hope and how to rest in that. Um, so, John, let's just dive right in. What are some ways that we can hope and, and let that be the focus of this season that we're in right now? Yeah, I think I mean, I think this what we're all dealing with is really a time where people need hope. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hopelessness and, you know, a lot of bad, I mean, you just look around, there's bad news all the time. It's yeah. like, I mean, I think all the news sources love to, I don't, I mean, I, this has got to be a great, great time for them. Cause it's like, Oh, oh yeah, well, I got, I got some more bad news to talk about. Yeah, there's a lot of been stuff going on. But yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be great to just look at some different ways we can get hope kind of built up at Christmas. And mm-hmm. I think, one of them would be, I think, resting in hope. Uh, it talks about in Acts chapter two. It talks. It's got an interesting verse there. That's out of Psalm sixteen that says, basically, my body rests in hope. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, you know, that's an interesting, you know, rest and hope. How do those go together? That yeah. kind of thing. But it's basically, I think, what Jesus said. He says, "You come to me, and I'll give you rest." Right. That doesn't mean. I mean, that could be physical rest, but it's much more than just physical rest. And mm-hmm. I think one, and that gives us hope. I mean, if, let's just face it. If you're not rested, like say you stayed up at 3 a.m. in the morning, just if someone the here on the broadcast <laughs> stayed up to oh, 3 a.m. for whatever reason, yeah, uh, that was didn't get my sleep, if that was the case, I mean, that that's, that's tough you, yeah. when you deal with that. Sure. It's tough. I and mean, we all need rest physically. But this, you know, Jesus, when he says, come to me and I'll give you rest, I think that's that's a lot of hope in that uh, promise that he gives us there. So I think it's an interesting phrase. So I think biblically we would try to rest in hope. Mm-hmm. In other words, we kind of go there, we kind of stay there, we let um, God be our foundation of hope. Do you feel like people try to rest in like the material Christmas of like family food presents, like yeah, you know, they find comfort yeah. in that stuff. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. you say? Yeah, I think there's a lot of comfort in that. I mean, you know, I was thinking about some. You know, we all have Christmas memories and those kind of things. You know, but a lot of people have bad memories um, of, of Christmas, and a lot of people have good memories of Christmas. And I think we do try to take some comfort in that. But ultimately, uh, this is a great time of year to say. You know, if I will come to Jesus, he will He will give me rest. For yeah, sure. for sure. And I'm guilty of it, too. I mean, there's a lot of anxiety that comes with this season. I mean, obviously, you know, with, with you know, making sure that we're, we're putting our best foot forward, you know, mm-hmm. musically and, and, and in the church. And so is there a way, a practical way to refuse that or to say, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go that route or let my mind go to the fear aspect of right. of this Christmas season. Yeah. I think another way to kind of bring hope and, 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 and fear is really related to that part of it is, you know, to how we don't give in to fear is basically, you know, one of the verses that I memorized years ago was second Timothy one seven that just talks about how God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, mm-hmm. but it's power, love, and a sound mind, or power, love, self-discipline, depending on what translation you use. But 
hey, if I got fear, that's not really coming from God. That's yeah. coming somewhere from somewhere else, and that uh, somewhere else is not. It's not God. It's not good. So it's there's so many what ifs that we're dealing with right now. You know what's going to happen next? What's the uh, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to predict what the next name of the COVID variant will be. You know, is it going to be, right. you know, Zelda? Uh, Zelda? <laughs> you know, There's a new one out right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Omicron, but you yeah, know, Megatron. Yeah, you know, so I'm I'm just going to call it Zelda. That's not really a one of the letters of the Greek alphabet, but I kind of kind of <laughs> like it, and you know, go back to the old. But video your point game, is like, but, there's there's. Do you feel like there's always in the world we're living in, there's always some type of bad news? Yeah, there is. And I mean, I think that's why the Bible says over and over again. And it was amazing to me to find out that the number one commandment in the Bible, like, okay, you know, there's all 10 commandments, there's all these commandments, but the number one commandment is fear not. And I think it's number one because we fear a lot. I mean, we have a lot of things we fear, and I think God has to say it to us a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So it really is, hey, let's... uh, how can God help me not give in to fear this Christmas? And uh, and that will build our hope. I mean, definitely build our hope. Yeah. So what are what do you think is the best way? Like if, if I was someone that's like, you know, John, I'm really struggling with fear. What where would you where would you take them through the scripture? Yeah, to me, what really helps us is um, in your fear, let your fear take you to realization of the presence and the power of God, that, that he's there. Mm-hmm. Because I think fear makes us isolated. Um, yes. Fear makes us feel like we're all alone. Fear makes us feel powerless. Yeah, You absolutely. know, like, I'm, I'm afraid that this is going to happen. But to me, it's kind of it's kind of like anxiety. You let that anxiety, you let that fear move you toward yeah. God. And you kind of go with the flow of that, but let it push you in a good way yeah. and a good realization. And I think... You still may be dealing with some fear, but it'll help you overcome that for the most part. Yeah. And then ultimately in that fear, you can still have hope because, you know, God's there. He hasn't left you. He's not going to forsake you. And boy, Christmas tells us that. I mean, Absolutely. that's, you know, here's Jesus and here's a manger. And that's a picture of, of him not leaving us. And you've also talked about Colossians 127 too. And and could you just repeat that for the listener today and kind of dive into that a little bit? Yeah, it's an interesting verse, and I'm not sure everybody understands this verse. It's a little bit difficult to understand. It's, it says, To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches, riches of this mystery. So he's talking about this mystery. We did When we went through Colossians in that series, mm-hmm. we talked about this verse, and it says, Hey, there's a mystery. So what is the mystery? Yeah. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And so the whole mystery that. that Colossians talks about is that we have Christ that lives in us if we have committed our life to him. Wow. And that is the hope of glory. And so hope of glory is the hard part, I think, to understand a little bit. So what does you know yeah. what does that mean? It just means the hope of his glory is that we would show his glory more and more and more. Mm. Like we would be aware of his presence more and more and more. We would... Uh, look for his presence more and more and more. And, you know, Christmas is interesting because it's about Jesus' birth, but it's yeah. easy, you know, it's easy to not see his presence, even though it's about his presence, yeah. you know, and, and uh, him uh, arriving and him being born and all that sort of thing. So it really is a, it is a great place of hope is to say Christ is working in my life and I'm, 
he has a great plan for me to work on the inside and change me on the outside. And mm-hmm. we, he's at work and we have great hope because he's in that process. Absolutely. And John, I know we're currently in the Christmas series right now. And so anything that you want to leave the listener with today? Yeah, I think I think it's one of my favorite verses. It's uh, Romans fifteen thirteen. It's been it's become one of my favorite verses during COVID, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And let me just read it. It says, "May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit." That's awesome. And to me, I just love that picture of. I want to be someone who overflows with hope, and to me, that that points me to. Uh, I have enough hope that I will share that hope. Absolutely. I will tell people that where they can find true hope in Jesus. And what a great time to do that. And what a great time to do it. And a great focus for us to have is this is to be going, you know, I have hope. I, it's that, that sort of thing where we, our own fear and our own anxiety and our own, you know, struggles mm-hmm. make us kind of become self-focused. Absolutely. But if you're overflowing with hope, which means you've got hope to spare. Right. Okay. Absolutely. To me, you got hope to spare. That means you got something to share with somebody. Absolutely. And you're not just going, well, I need it. I need it. I can't, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to get through this? But you actually have the opportunity to share that, give that, and that no matter what's happening in our world, in this troubled, frightened world, there is light, there is hope. We don't have to be afraid. We've had a Savior that has been born to us, mm-hmm. and He is Christ the Lord. And to me, there's Christmas, and there's Absolutely. hope. Yeah. And I think we just got to remind ourselves about that and have that kind of focus so we can live out Romans fifteen thirteen and be overflowing with hope. I love that. And I remember reading a scripture one time, and it says that it's like the glory of God to conceal or hide a, a matter but it's the glory of kings to search it out and find that. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of revealing that, and, and I hope the listener really does take that time, like what you preach about of going, hey, you know, put Jesus first. What is Christ telling you in this season? And I'm hoping that people would really dive into Scripture. And, and just like Scriptures that we read, like in Colossians, that we kind of skip over a lot of the times of going like, hey, wait, we do have Christ living in us. Mm-hmm. Like what an, what an amazing thing that is that God has given us. Well, John, thank you so much again for for, for dissecting this. Anything you want to say about the Christmas Eve? Uh, yeah, I just want to, if uh, anybody's in town, I want to invite them to bring their family, yeah. friends, whoever, they can uh, be part of our Christmas Eve service at 4 and 530. Absolutely. And it's going to be just a great time to remind ourselves of the hope that we have in Jesus. And we'll be discussing more about that from more episodes to come. But again, thank you so much for being with us today, and we hope to see you next time. God bless.